And welcome to the Dorky Diva Show. I'm your host, Savannah. And I am Brian. And guys, we have done it because- We did. We did it. Brian doesn't even know what we've done, but I am about to make an- No, we're not. Oh. I'm about to make the most exciting announcement of my life. I'm pregnant. (laughs) (laughs) Even better. Are you ready for this? (laughs) Brian- is using oh, that. show notes. I'm using show notes, guys. It is I a forgot. freaking miracle. I did not know. I didn't know you were going there oh. at all. Yeah. I told yeah. you this is the most exciting thing that's ever happened to me. I thought me being pregnant would have been <laughs> that thing, but now I see where I stand. Well, uh, you know. I'm using show notes, guys. I'm doing it. Mm-hmm. I'm, I'm doing the thing. But, okay, they need context. Why am I doing it? We rolled a chance cube. You know the chance cube that Qui-Gon has in the phantom menace that he yep. rolls to decide the fate of young anakin skywalker's freedom yep well i have a chance cube now brian's yep. about to have a chance cube but it is going to be on the way to him soon um yep. and we decided to roll the chance cube this is brian's idea well, mind you not mine it I is was not trying to do anything fishy you know she would but not this time. i would but not this time uh yep. brian was like Hey, you should roll the chance cube, and if it lands on blue, then that means I'll, you know, use the show notes. If it lands on red, no show notes. Well, guess what color it landed on, guys? Blue. Blue. Which, to be fair, that was my bad because I I mislabeled the sides because obviously I should have said blue is not use show notes and red is use show notes because red is a negative color in the Brian household. And uh, yeah, that's it. It betrayed me. So I let her keep the chance cube. That betrayed me. <laughs> Deal with it. I am. I am. I'm dealing. I, there's show notes. I added to them. It's beautiful, It should guys. be said. It is beautiful. I saw I, him typing on it and yeah. he actually read them. I, I, I did. don't even know how to describe how happy this makes me feel i i think it would be safe to say i almost doubled them you did yes look at that Uh i'm so proud like you didn't even just you know go halfway you really put your heart into this it's true to be fair this specific episode with guests uh is kind of like a dorky diva show version of the interesting podcast so it was in my wheelhouse it was in your wheelhouse, but we hadn't decided the topic of this show when we rolled the chance cube, I believe. That's true. Yeah, so it just happened to work out in I your favor. Out. It did. But you were prepared to, you know, really put some effort into show notes. But, you know, may- right. maybe another time we'll do a well, full discussion not. and you'll have to really <laughs> use show notes for reals. I mean, I'm a man of my word. I said I would. We rolled the chance cube. How about we um, roll a chance cube when you get yours, and then we'll see if those have also betrayed you. Well, here's the thing. Um, no. <laughs> <laughs> Fool me once, uh, you know, yeah. shame on me. Um, yeah, I used show notes this time, guys. Yep. It's uh, it's a thing that happened because I was betrayed. Cause we the so the their actual chance cubes from Galaxy's Edge. Mm-hmm. Uh, shout out. Uh, to Danielle, thank you very much. Mm-hmm. And they were shipped, and they have they come in packages of four. So Savannah's uh, like a midway dealer, right? She for like legal purposes, she doesn't actually sell anything. She's just a carrier of of uh, 
uh, of goods, contraband perhaps. Um, so it came in a pack of four. And I was like, okay, you know what? You're helping me with this. We're BFFs. Uh, you can have one. And she was like, no, no, no. I was like, no, I only need one. Like, you can have one. She's like, all right, cool. So then I was like, how about we roll the chance cube just for funsies? And then I'm an idiot, so I put blue as the show notes and not red. Can you repeat that and, again? Uh, well, I got... Okay, so Savannah deals in stuff that's contraband, and it betrays you. Um, so, uh, yeah, it landed on the other way. Um, it landed on blue, which is normally a good thing, but... Uh, not this time. Could have been worse. But yeah. The show notes it didn't been kill you. You're alive. You use them. I mean, debatable. Um, I'm about to make yeah. you use them again at the end of the show. Well, Spoiler alert. and now I am absolved of ever doing show notes ever again. <sighs> no, this doesn't mean you're never using show notes ever again. It's just the first of many. I feel like it does, though. It's, I feel like it does. It's not. Deal with it. I feel I feel, I feel. like I did it, and now it's like, mm, been on that ride, well, you know? I feel like you're wrong. I mean, if I start using show notes, then what separates us from all the other podcasts? Everything. We still fight about everything. Oh, yeah, that's true. <laughs> that's true. I'm never using show notes again. Oh, my goodness. All right. Well, let's get into what we're actually <laughs> talking about today. So we're not just let's do it. boring people for 10 minutes. Um, yeah, that's true. We sat let's down with two very lovely people this week. Um, that's right. We did. And their names are Brian and Elias. They are a father-son duo. Um, yep. Elias is in high school now, I believe. And he and his dad have been customizing figures for years and years and years. So cool. So cool. And I have been a big fan of theirs for a long time and have been following their page and their blog since I really, honestly, since I became involved in the online Star Wars community. Um I've never met Which them was in, in person. 1973. <laughs> <laughs> um, I've never met them in person. I've never even really spoken with them. So this was our first time talking. Um, but they yep. decided to come on the show, or I asked them to be on the show, because my husband is a really big fan of theirs. And he was like, Savannah, you should get these guys on your podcast. And I was like, okay, I never take requests from you, but I'll take this one. <laughs> so uh, <laughs> we sat down and talked with him for a little bit about you know, how they got involved in this and how they customized their figures. And it's it was really cool to hear um, about the other side of the Star Wars fan community about, like, action figure customizing that I never knew really existed as far as, like, a community standpoint. Um, Same. Yeah, so super fun. And we are going to put that interview in here, and we hope you enjoy it. That's right. And prepare yourself for a battle of the Zero the Hut impressions. It's golden. <laughs> It's so good. Let's do it. We are here today with Brian and Elias from the Customs for the Kid blog. Yes. And we are so excited that they're here today. Whoop, whoop. So thank you guys so much for joining us. Oh, thanks for having us. It's a real honor. Yeah, to thank be you. Able to come on. <laughs> thank you. We, um, or at least I have known about you guys um, since. I had an, an old blog way back in the day called Pandas, Lightsabers, and Cameras, Oh My. It was like the worst thing in the world. <laughs> but I remember um, following you guys probably back in like 2012 or 2013, um, and I have been 
following you ever since. And it's been so cool to see um, all of the different figures that you guys have customized. And it's just really cool to see a a father-son duo because um, my dad is not into Star Wars at all. My mom is very much the Star Wars fan, so she and I do a lot of things together. But it's just so neat to see that this is something that you guys share together. But we have we have a lot of questions to ask you today because we are just like fascinated by what you do. So first off, can you tell us a little bit about um, the blog itself and when you started it and why? Oh, this is a fun one. Um, <laughs> well, the reason we started was because, oh, how old was I, six years old? Yeah. Okay, so... I got a present. It was, like, these, like, custom figures from Jack of Trades, I think. Yeah. Yeah, he was a Star Wars customizer. Okay, yeah. Because Elias started collecting Star Wars action figures when he was, like, four years old. I was... Oh, my gosh. I think it was... Nice. It was my fourth Christmas, and you gave me all your old Power of the Forest action figures. And yeah. I just fell in love. And so then, cool. then the insanity began. <laughs> Um, then we started just collecting, like, every figure that they put out. I mean, like, we usually, like, keep it pretty strict, like, the three and three-quarter inch. Sometimes we'll, That's the best. we'll slip up a little bit and buy a six-inch figure sometimes. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh... When you're feeling crazy. Yeah. <laughs> it's gotta be something special. Kind of like the Dryden Voss, how it has, like, the, ch- the color changing if you put it in heat. Yeah. Oh, wow. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It has to be, like, gimmicky or something that's going to, like, pull you in. Or, like, or... the Gamorrean Guard. That one's so beautiful. Or, like, a character you really love, like Harrison Dua. Yeah, right. good point. Good point. You know, so... it, it's special special situations only. Yeah, on the so the reason we really started was because, like, I saw these customs that I got as, like, a present. And I was like, this is so cool. I want to do this. And, <laughs> like, he's like, what? <laughs> I'm like... We're gonna do this. I'm sold. I have no idea what I just got us into, and he thought it was gonna end like in a week, but <laughs> we, like, it didn't. We just kept on going, and now we've been doing it for nine years. Oh my gosh, so wait, that is crazy. Uh, it was Elias that got Brian into it. Yeah, I had no. I didn't even like. I heard of people making action figures. Yeah. I, you know, I didn't really know much about it. I, I wasn't involved in the communities at the time. So I really had to research and figure out, A, how do you do this? B, where am I going to even find out how to do this? Yeah. And I had to teach myself as, like, basically a beginner and him as a beginner. And then he taught me everything I know. <laughs> yeah. I just, I just, you know, got to know everybody um, who it, who was making custom action figures at the time because they really became my teachers. I started off at yakface.com. Sweet. And, oh, love yakface. And uh, they had in their forums, they had a custom action figure uh, area that uh, was moderated by Chewy, who was uh, Justin Cook. And he used to put out this really good uh, uh, custom uh, photo novel um, that mm-hmm. he created a character and he did these elaborate stories with beautiful sets and um, there was just so many talented customizers there at the time. Actually, one of them I ended up starting doing customizing the Clone Wars with, uh, Peak Obi-Wan, uh, Custom Creations. His real name's Chad Peak. Mm-hmm. Uh, Love it. But uh, he was also making uh, custom, a- custom action figures from the Clone Wars, and 
that was what Elias was growing up with, and we That's watched... my generation, and I love every <laughs> single episode. There you go. There you go. I can't tell you how many times I've seen each one. I think just yesterday when we were working on our new Youngling project, I know. Yes. <laughs> it's here. so cool. It's here. So while we, I was working on it yesterday, like, we just, like, had that arc with all the younglings just playing on repeat right there in the yeah. background. Just, like, plan. working. Well, you have to, Elias. like, get oh. things from all different angles. Yeah. yeah. Oh, you're right. Elias, how, how old were you when the Clone Wars came out? Like, when you first started watching it? Was I four? I think that was yeah, on the theatrical. Four or five. The theatrical. You're, you're about to turn five. Okay. So, the theatrical release came out, and, like, you know, like... Back in 74, was it, when A New Hope came out? Or, or no, no 70, I was born in 74. It came out in 77. Seven. Seven. Okay, that was the second movie I ever saw in okay. the theater. So, oh, sweet. 77, like, there were all those people, like, that now are, like, my dad's age that were, like, three years old when that first happened. And that was, like, the Clone Wars theatrical release for me. That was, like, I was, Aww. like, so-and-so years old, like, really young. And it was, like, one of, like, the first few movies I saw on, like, the big screen. That's cool. And it got me hooked, and that was it. Yeah, we'd just watch, you know, we'd start off our weekend morning watching an episode of Clone oh, Wars. Oh, yeah, that, and... that was Saturday morning routine. Just yeah. flick on the Clone Wars and uh, see what Friday night episode was like. And it was funny, too, because he had collected all, you know, the action figures up to that point. And I remember saying, like, oh, man, I am not starting a whole other action figure line. <laughs> <laughs> Clone Wars figures. Oh, that's and... they dominated our lives. <laughs> yeah, and now they're—it's my favorite part of his collection. I think we have a complete Clone Wars collection. Ooh, wow. I like it. I like yeah. it a lot. Do you have a favorite we... episode? It's actually the Youngling arc. Oh, sweet, there... good one. I—I I wasn't crazy about the gathering. I loved the whole idea, but I, for some reason, even like when I was a kid, I never liked Hoth. I, maybe I just don't like the cold. Yeah, I hear you. <laughs> I hear but you. Once, once the pirates kicked in and the and you know oh he uh, loves Hondo Hondo is actually his life and Priego's and Priego's circus I would love to Good do one. the entire circus Gamorrean clown and all Ooh. I, it's on the record now so you have to I don't make the rules yeah, it's just it, how it it's, goes. it'll happen Sweet. I always to do things and they eventually happen. There you go. I'm the same way. It's like, it's going to yeah. be three years when I do it, but I did it. So yeah. get off oh, my I've back. I think Perel took me about a year to finish. Oh, oh my God. Spider Mall. Spider Mall. Spider Mall was a few years. That was three years. Sheesh. That's yeah. amazing, though. Well, sometimes, you know, I'll put it down for months because I'm working on other stuff and you kind of go back to it. It's and... like non-consecutive three years. Yeah. yeah. Sure. I'll give you two. We'll say it was two. If, it, if I'm ever questioned about it, I'm going to say it yeah. was two. <laughs> yeah, so, that one's a little bit. Where do you guys start? Like, when you decide, okay, I want to make a spider butt mall figure, like, what? what is the first thing you do? What's the process of making a figure? We try to find parts that are usable from things that have already been made, if you can. Smart. Mm-hmm. Um so we'll salvage whatever we can from there. Then we figure out the best way to assemble those parts together. Um, and that strategy always changes based on the parts that you have. Um, from there, um, you may have to do some sculpting. So we do use different sculpting mediums, um, usually self-drying. Like I don't do anything that I have to stick in the oven. Um, <laughs> I'll probably end up starting a fire. Yep. Um, yep. Then it goes so, right over. <laughs> yeah. So generally I try to just use sculpting mediums that will drive and, dry in like two to four hours um and 
the sculpting medium that you're going to use uh, varies depending on what part of the body that you're working on. Like that you may true. use like Aves Fix It on a torso if you're doing some type of armor. But if you're doing hair, you're going to want to use something that has some flexibility to it so it can move across shoulders. So you're going to use either like a medium called Procreate or Green <laughs> Stuff, uh, which is also called Nidadite. Um, Sweet. But yeah, you just you do that. Once things dry, you're probably going to get some sanding sticks or some type of sanding uh, implement to just get out any yeah, uh, imperfections or fingerprints that might have showed up in the sculpt. And then you're going to paint it and, you know, using acrylics because if you you don't want to use enamels because that'll actually uh, gum up the figure. Like it never, yeah, it like... never really dries properly on plastic. Yeah. So you want to use acrylic paints. So we're calling uh, them figures, but they're basically tiny little sculptures. Yeah. Yeah. They're Articulating like, sculptures. Yeah. They're Which pro- is the best they're kind. They're like prototypes, essentially, for what an action figure could be. Um, and sometimes we'll we'll take molds of a head um, and, you know, reuse it so we can make different Ahsokas. Or we could, uh, we took like the Darth Sidious head and we made a mold and a cast of that. And just from that one cast... We were able to make a few, three different uh, Clone Wars uh, Palpatines. We were able to make old Daka. Uh, we were able to make Jocasta new. Um, and it's just by altering with what Clone Wars did is they reused a lot of the assets and they made slight mm-hmm. tweaks here and there. And that was great because with the toy line, you were able to take some of those same figures and be able to alter them in just slightly different ways to get all new characters. That's cool. So do you have, like, a secret when you're like, this is Dooku, but it's actually Obi-Wan underneath? (laughs) Oh, yeah. No, there's a lot of things. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. And, uh, like, with uh, my Gunji that we just finished for the Youngling Project, I have to say, like, none of the original. There used to be a Chewbacca head in there. There used to be, but none of it. (laughs) None of it shows. Like, if you like, like, I looked at it before I painted it, and I was like, there is none of the original figure showing here. It's all sculpting medium. Yeah, wow. some you have to like do something from scratch. Like, well, like the Biff head. Yeah, we the had... Biff head is another one that was 100% sculpted. You actually just wow. take like a wet ball of like sculpting medium, and you just stick it on the neck post, wait for that to dry, and then turn it into a head. <laughs> wow. Yeah. That's crazy. So it's wh- funny. Like you just. I never would have imagined that we'd still be there nine years later or even making some of the things that we've ended up making because I didn't even know how to paint really when I started. Really? That's why my mind right now is absolutely blown because looking at the stuff you guys have made, I just 100% assumed, Brian, that you were like a professional sculptor by day and like you did no, this for private. a living and then you passed this on to your son and made it a cool thing you guys could do together. I am just so blown away right now because, I mean, like my husband, you know, paints and customizes sideshow figures, which is different from what you guys do, but I can see some of the things that he has to do to get the final product. And I'm like, that is not easy. And you guys are doing so much hand sculpting. Like it's, you have a gift because you're so good at this. It's a lot of practice. I mean, we've been having to make a a action figure every week for the blog for like nine years now. You're making over 50 figures a year and it takes good Lord. Like a repaint, just a repainting a figure could take up to six hours. So mm-hmm. 
you're like sculpting that it could take 40 hours 20 hours just to make one figure um wow wow you know you devote that much time to something on a weekly basis you even if you weren't good you're eventually gonna pick up things here and there just from repetition yeah Mm -hmm. do ten thousand hours yeah that's insane since you guys work on these together um how does that collaboration work like do does elias do all the sculpting do you do all the painting how how does this work when you guys are working on things together it it depends like with our youngling project i'd say this was like a solid 50 50 project like i'd say he did about half of the sculpting i did about half of the sculpting and the same with the painting and with some figures like our saw and stila I never touched his saw, and he never touched my steel. Like we, have, <laughs> we also we have plenty of figures that we just do on our own, like without <laughs> any like involvement of the other person. Like we do have like some fun little like co- collaborations, but I'd That's say cool. like more than half of the time it's like our own figures, and like no one else really worked on it. I noticed I, that this year, I just let Elias do a lot more on my figures, mm-hmm. just because. It's nice to have someone who could, like, paint eyes really quickly because my eyes aren't as good as they used to be sure, <laughs> when sure. we first started. Um, and it's just good to have a second a second set of eyes looking on anything that you do. because intended. We can, yeah, just like, hey, you know, just like little constructive criticism. If you do this, it'll make this look a little bit better. Or, you know, when I was making Zat, he had a specific idea of how he wanted Zat's face to look. Mm-hmm. So I was like, yeah, you could do it. I don't, you know. You know, I, there's a level of trust there now where I remember when he was really young because super articulated figures were so expensive. Yes. I yes. was like, five POA figures. Yeah. Was that was like, how I started. I think it was, it was like a total rite of passage for me when I was finally allowed to repaint a super articulated figure. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, Am I worthy, father? <laughs> <laughs> When you were done, were you like, when I left you, I was but a learner. Now I am the master. Oh, it's so cool. Like, le- he, this this past year, uh, he just won custom, uh, Star Wars, not, uh, Customizer of the Year. Wow. Dude, congrats. That's awesome. Thank you. So it's cool, like, you know, to know when we started from nothing. And, like, it's cool to see him getting notoriety now. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Like, we got it as a group, and sometimes I'd get it alone. But now it's nice to see that he's getting it by himself. And That's super I'm, cool. Now the real race is on. <laughs> oh, it's already happening. Everybody's already <laughs> starting to say, like, you know, I think Elias is actually better than you now. <laughs> and you're like, oh, yeah? And you start making and he, You know, honestly, I think he is. Oh, stop. But, no, I, I'm just I think, like, you know, I think he eclipsed me this year. Uh-oh. He... Got to try harder, Brian. <laughs> <laughs> I don't mind. It's nice. Yeah. <laughs> I'm starting to get some of those figures, and I'm like, oh, that would be a nightmare to make. And he's like, I'll do it. And I'm like, no, I don't have yeah. to. <laughs> <laughs> it's a byproduct of reverse psychology. Oh, this looks this looks real difficult. Elias, you, sh- you should try it. You should try the difficult oh, one. This blog over his head forever. It's like, <laughs> I need help cleaning the house. And he's like, oh, and I'm like, dude, I help you with your blog. You can't help me clean the house. <laughs> yeah, that's a good point. Look at those medals. <laughs> you could really use this to your advantage over the years. I'm telling you. That's smart. Man, yep. <laughs> that's crazy that you're like, learn to do all of this. So like, what, what would you say was the hardest part to learn of the process from painting uh-huh. to sculpting to... What, what was the biggest learning curve? 
That's good. Uh, maybe sculpting for me. I don't know sculpting. You like because like you taught me sculpting. I pretty much started off from where you were, and then I worked my way up because like you taught me everything you knew. I'd say for me, maybe painting. In the beginning, I was not good. That's why I was painting five POA figures. <laughs> That's why. There's a reason. But Fair. uh yeah, I would say the community was probably the biggest help, and like. It was nice, too, because by having all those interactions, I think the thing that made the blog even more special, like, it's fun that we did things, but in the beginning, we weren't very good. But what I started doing right right from within the first, um, few, like, first month or two of the blog, I started featuring and archiving Star Wars custom action figure art from all over the world, and I started mm-hmm. featuring pretty much every, like, people who you could tell had dedicated a, you know a decent amount of time to it um you're actually savannah you're featured on our blog you're a customizer hey. i think i have the, the Rebels no. tie fighter on there yeah you're yeah. actually you're actually in our side margins if people want <gasps> to do customs for the uh for the fangirls your picture is the picture that they no have to- way yeah no way it's good choice, wow. it's good choice. Well, i'm honored <laughs> yeah <laughs> that's so you cool just, i've been trying there, there's a, only a small number of uh, fans from from the female community that actually customize. Well, I think that's why I was so excited to talk with you guys, too, because, I mean, the action figure customizing community is something that I'm not even aware of. I mean, you know, Brian and I are very involved in, like, the podcasting community. We're on, you know, little pockets of Twitter where there's a lot of podcasters hanging out. Um And I I was, like, so excited to talk to you guys because I wanted to hear more about this. And I think if people become more aware of it that have no clue that this exists, it could be something that more people are interested in. Like, I, you know, I like painting helmets and things, but I've never thought, oh, let me pick up an action figure and paint this. It's just something that you don't, I mean, immediately think of. You always want, like, we make a lot of the, the female characters like mm-hmm. remember when remember when they did that Legion of Leia uh, push when we were trying to get more uh, representation of female yeah. character action figure lines. Yeah, we've been trying to spearhead that forever. Like um, just by making a lot of the characters that you know probably aren't like Numa or yeah. uh, Queen Mirage or Stila. Or like, Chuchi. Yeah. I love the Chuchi figure that you guys oh, made. Thank you. Or That's Karina the Great. And sculpted uh, figure. Yeah, I love her. Thank you. <laughs> it's so good. And then, you know, the best female figure you've got, Karina the Great. It's just, I love the representation we're getting across, across all <laughs> yeah. of them, you know. It's yeah. beautiful. So I'm wondering, as far as process goes on that, like, what what tools are you using for sculpting? Like, how is, Ooh. paint me a picture. What's going on at your table? We use a lot of, like, little dentist tools. Like, oh, little sweet. Dentist this like like tiny sculpting tools we also have like a wooden set of tools those are really great for like texturing yeah basically your basic sculpting set i bought it off of amazon oh sweet yeah i didn't go i didn't do it like basically we've been adding to the toolbox for a long time now we do molding and casting i haven't gotten to the point where i have a pressure pot or anything um because i'm not trying to make casts I, I, like I like to remain an artist and keep it as like us having fun, adding to the collection every week to like whatever film or show yeah. we feel like you know. Sure. 
a character from. Um, oh, so I, I haven't gotten heavy into the molding and casting because that's more when it gets into business and you're reproducing heads and mm-hmm. selling some other customizers. And as much as I'd like to make everything available to everyone, um, it's a very time-consuming process, and it could mm-hmm. take away from the art form. Yeah. One of our most favorite tools is the Dremel, and it's like a tiny yeah. little... It's a, it's a power tool, and it's got, like, a little rotary on the top, and there's a bunch of little attachments you can switch out. We have one. We call it the nylon brush, and it's got, like, these oh, hairs. No. It's like a disc of, like, these, like, hairs. And if you slip up and you, like, nick yourself, it's not going to hurt. You're, you're going to be fine. You That's might, important. You might take a little skin off, and it'll get hot, but... Um, <laughs> But it, it, like, it really, like, it, like, it's, like, negative sculpting your figure. Like, you can use it to, like, shave down, like, an original shape or texture to what you, you need You can remove the hair from, like, a Clone Wars Boba Fett action exactly. figure. And then make a bunch of the um, young, what are they called, I guess? The, the young clones. Yeah, the cadet clones. Oh, yeah. Oh, that's cool. It's, like, there's just, like, little things you could do with a power tool, like, as far as... Uh, you do have to be careful. Adding There's... articulation to figures where if you have a 5 POA, you can cut right above where the knee would be and right below where the knee could be. And you could actually steal a joint from a super articulated figure. And um, you have your peg. And on the other end, you could just uh, sand what used to be below the joint into a peg that you could drill into the 5 POA leg and then basically slide the peg you made into that sleeve of you know of a leg. yeah you just end up adding articulation in places that don't have it that's so cool my brain is just like exploding right now <laughs> well you said you wanted to ask about customizing the clone wars the show that we do with peak obi-wan yes um, is a tutorial show where we show people how to make the characters from the clone wars that they would want in their collection and the nice thing about the show is you don't have to make Clone Wars figures, you'll learn just as much, uh, like, the techniques that we're using and the um, mediums that we use. You learn all that on the show, but you could apply it to, like, making characters from Solo or, yeah. You're basically just learning the skills. Um, We just felt like doing it about the Clone Wars because we both had a real love for the show. That was the generation of Star Wars Elias grew up on. Um, we already had most of the figures made already, mm-hmm. so it 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 was a nice way to do something other than news or um, we just wanted to share and grow the customizing community as much as we could, teach people how to add those characters like Bo-Katan to their collection, mm-hmm. and, and you know just have fun doing it. And we just go episode by episode, and we just make a couple characters from every episode. That's, That's such so a cool. good idea. Just uh, one note about the Dremel. There's some attachments on there that are very dangerous. Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> if you're a child listening that is, like, very inspired, please do this with your parents. Like, Dremels <laughs> really hurt you, so. Yeah, they can get hot. Like, Dremels can get hot and burn you. Yeah, there's, there's, like, a cutting ball that I use to take the hard PVC part of a joint. I grind that down a bit so that way it could accept paint so you don't have paint rub. So, you know, your your paint job doesn't get ruined uh, mm-hmm. whenever you articulate the figure. Um, sure. So when I grind that down, I'll grind the, the top layer of that PVC joint down, then, like, smooth it down with that nylon brush she was talking about, and then I paint it. Um, 
So that way, anytime the joint moves, the figure looks just like a Hasbro figure, no paints coming off. Um, that's one, but the tool that I do that with, I still won't let him use it because I don't want to tell his mom I had to take him to the emergency room. <laughs> <laughs> that's smart. Savannah's so crafty that I don't know if you've seen like full body pictures of her, but her right arm is actually a Dremel prosthetic. <laughs> um, it's it's really impressive, but same sort of thing. Got too hot and she she messed with it. She has, no, she has no patience whatsoever. Uh, I have so many pairs of pants that have holes in them from, like, working on helmets and, like, nicking my pants with the Dremel. It's terrible. The Dremel it's arm. the worst. Yep. I'm lucky. Our kitchen table has tile on it, so you could really – you're pretty safe with that. You don't have to worry about damaging too much. Yeah. That's yeah. Nice. <laughs> but yeah, we don't even have a fancy studio. We still customize at the kitchen table. So there you go. I people who think that you need like a you know something like an art studio, you don't need anything like that. I mean, yeah. this is really something you could do with your kid, you know. And you only really need maybe one weekend, uh, maybe one day over the weekend, like one day a week. Or you just like, all right, we're gonna do this. I mean, some parents take their kids to baseball games or football but like already he just started like just taking a few commissions um we are gonna talk about that i have a i have a question to ask you about that later <laughs> but very it's, yeah fun. that's very cool and it's it's a way you can make some money like you know yeah or, or college or you know to buy more action figures yeah. <laughs> no, right. no, no no i want to educate myself before i do that <laughs> that's good he wants um, me to play at all. <laughs> <laughs> Do you guys remember the very first action figure that you customized? Yeah. It was, um, there's a seller on eBay called Tunghori. And he sells, they're mostly like defects from the toy factory. Um, if you're a customizer, you can fix it, no problem. And yeah, then move it's on. like maybe a lock joint, but you maybe just have to boil it and... Like in, a, oh. in the kitchen, and then it just frees up the joint, and, you know, it's like you bought a brand new figure. Um, so we ended up getting an Ahsoka figure from him, and the reason why I was rejected, it didn't have any of the face paints on her. Mm. Um, yeah, so we just decided, let's just make a completely different character um, oh. and just paint face differently and you know we could have our own character and it doesn't matter what happens yeah. to her like we usually kind of you know, we're not just, we're not messing with canon in any way yeah <laughs> and, uh, sure. we that kind of like started with like the like the fan fiction characters like oh like we could make someone like this make someone like this just to kind of like fill the streets you know like i like it into like new fun characters that we've never heard of but then like we were like all right resources are tight they stopped making super <laughs> articulated figures and now we're only making figures from the canon. And I think that was probably after about two years of customizing, and that's when we kind of, like, made the switch. And now everything we make is somehow represented or... in the Star Wars universe, like, whether it's in, like, a movie, a comic, a show, anything like that. I love it. Do you guys ever feel like you get burnt out on making figures? Yes. I did last year. <laughs> Because I, I was probably making 50 figures a year. And I think last year I only made 15. Wow. That was when I picked it up. And then I started making like the more like heavily sculpted, heavily painted figures. And mm -hmm. I mean, like, 
you get burnt out, but you go to sleep for the night and you wake up in the morning fresh and ready to go again. <laughs> fresh motivation. You're like, I gotta do this. That's right. Yeah, it's really good this year to like be doing a lot more projects again. There you go. Mm-hmm. That's when you know you're doing the right thing. When you're like, uh, just I'll take a nap and I'll be fine. You're like, All right. Yeah. <laughs> you're right back at it. But yeah. So how much more difficult is making like uh like a five point POA figure versus like a super articulated figure? Uh, well, you, you're going to need more parts there um, where, you know, super articulated figures are just chock full of parts. You have, you know, feet, then you have your shins, your thighs, you know, your hands. All, sometimes the torso is in three different pieces um, and you have to make it all work and fit and synergize and be able to, like, have the same strength that a Hasbro figure has. Right. And sometimes that, you know, that could be challenging. Um, you don't want legs falling off or things popping apart at the waist or, you know. Um, That's embarrassing. So, yeah. <laughs> yeah. You want to like, you know, especially if you are doing something like commissions and, you know, you never know how people are going to be, how rough people are going to be with them down the line. You got to um, build it like a toy. You got to be like, okay, some child is going to throw this against the wall, maybe. Yeah. So. Guaranteed. They're going to try to yeah. eat it. You know, yeah. like, we need to take these things so into like, account. Okay, it needs to be able to take a bite. Yeah. That's right, exactly. So, how many bites can an articulated versus super articulated figure take? Oh, yeah, exactly. I don't know. I'd say a super articulated can maybe take like three bites. I don't know. I like it. I, this is the Tootsie Pop question. This yeah. is why we, this is this is the real reason we had you on. Two, three, yeah, that's right. Done. <laughs> Exactly. Oh my goodness. What do you guys do um, if you have to make clothes for your figures? Do you ever make any fabric pieces yeah, for them? So we have a whole drawer just for fabrics. What? Wow. Yeah. I'd say. Uh, hold up. Let's let's look at the. <laughs> I mean, you try to buy the fabrics on a case by case basis, mm-hmm. and you oh, especially when you're working in such a small scale. Anytime you buy fabric, they make you buy at least like a yard. Two miles. Yeah. Oh. So it it adds up quick. As far as the fabric goes, I know. I'd say like, which ones have soft goods? Uh, Petro yeah. and Ganodi, uh, out of the Youngling project. Oh. I'd say they have, they have soft goods. We have lots of projects with soft goods. Yeah. We also have articulate. when she goes in the burka. The burka, yes, yes. Yeah. We also have articulating hard goods, which is so hard. What? An example, um, Latsratsi and her weapon boa thing yes it articulates it's a bunch of solid pieces with a string strung through them so it still moves and it has like fluid motion like you can like hold her if you like jiggle her like they hang they're like very weighted and like they hang very well it's nice they turn yeah we actually doubled the string so we did yes so it can take a bite (laughs) (laughs) yeah how many bites does the boa take at least Uh, five I guess it depends on the size of the bite, if we're being honest. Is it an adult <laughs> biting the wrist, or is it a child biting this? I'm not going to judge the adults, but it's yeah. for science. It's for science. We need to know these things. Yeah. So when you make the clothes, do you hand sew them, or do you use yeah. a machine? I mean, they're tiny little things. Like mom has a machine, and I've asked her, like, hey, can you sew this? And... She usually says no. She's yeah. like, she's like impossible. <laughs> and then we do it like with by hand, and we're like, here, we did it. See? It's yeah. possible. She did help me up once where I made him a mother Towson. It was a birthday birthday. present. (laughs) And I was like, can you please just, because you know how she has that long flowing robes on the bottom? Mm -hmm. Oh, yes. Can you please? I was like, I already cut the pattern. I'm like, you kept so long here. It's just like three straight lines. (laughs) (laughs) 
on these three pieces, and she did do it for me. So that was cool. That's but that was cool. that was the only time a machine was used on anything. Wow. So yeah. everything else is hand sewn. Yeah. Or glued. We use like the like, fabric glue yeah. sometimes. But okay. it doesn't Well, work. I it use doesn't... the fabric glue only to keep it together okay. until I sew it. Yeah, it usually doesn't work too great. Yeah. <laughs> you just make patterns with paper and you just kinda hope it all works out okay. My great grandfather was like a world famous uh tailor. Oh what? That's oh. cool. It yeah, was he, in your blood all along. Yeah, he designed the <laughs> formal wear for uh the White House wedding in the 60s. What? When President Johnson's... Uh, Dude. Right. Oh, my gosh. Wait, hold yeah. on. There's a really famous voicemail of President Johnson calling a tailor about some pants. Was he calling yeah. Was he calling him? I don't know. If, if it was a Moray Pache, then that would be my grand, my great-grandfather. Oh, my God. I got to find out. It's really funny. <laughs> it is not age-appropriate, so I'll wait till we're done recording. But it's, all, <laughs> it's, it's really good. <laughs> Dude, so then where do you get the where do you get the supplies for stuff like that? Because figures have you know accessories like blasters and stuff, well, clothes, probably... paints. All right, so for the fabrics, I usually just go to like Joanne Fabrics. For a sewing kit, I probably just got something from a ninety nine cent store, like one of those small like kits that have like a few spools of different colors and a couple needles. Um, we, nothing. I don't, we don't really have any expensive equipment, really, no. when it comes down to I mean, it. The Dremel is probably it, the most expensive thing. It all adds up, like it does. Yeah, yeah over time, because you keep adding a little. Like I just bought a foam cutter, because we're going to try and make a Jabba's palace. Oh, uh, so oh you spilled beans! You told oh, little tease, exclusive. Look at that. <laughs> we did it. We broke them, Savannah. Pull yeah. the cord. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, you, you, you add like. We, we buy a heat gun over time. There's like little things. Glue guns are great for like if you have a ball uh, a ball socket on a head that's too big for the peg, you can fill it with a little bit of glue gun and stick it on oh. there and just cut off excess. And it still has full range of motion, stays on there nice and firm. Um, there's just like little things you throw into the toolbox over time that, you know, makes life easier. Sure. Sure. That makes sense. Do you, do you have a favorite figure that you've made so far? I'm asking you to pick between your children, not Elias. The other one. <laughs> uh, 99's my favorite. Mine Aww. too! Same. Same, same. Yeah. He was a kindred soul. He was, he was special. He was. Yeah. He was a good like soldier. Yeah. Yep. Yep. Elias Brian well. has a list of um, figures that he wanted to ask you guys about, and 99 is at the top of his list. Yep. Oh, no. yeah, the first one. Favorite. Yep. Mm-hmm. Because there's not 99 figures out there, and you guys, you gave me mm-hmm. what I wanted. I've seen a '99 figure, and he had, he had the blasters for his brothers. And it's just a really yep. he had the metal. <laughs> I, I made the thermal detonators, and I put little magnets in each one, and then I put it back in the backpack so it holds all the thermal detonators in there. Oh my god! I mean, it's beautiful. It's mean. It's really mean because you're pulling at my heartstrings. But it's really good. It's yeah. a good kind of mean. Wow. Yeah. Well done. I, I love '99. Same. Mm-hmm. Elias, you '99 as well. Yeah. He needed to be made. I, the, I what agree. we just really try to do is make the figure, like, Duchess Satine. How could they have yes. never made Duchess Satine? Right. I want to take on the project. I, I re- I've been talking about it here. Like, we always speculate about the projects we want to take on. I have always been talking about wanting to do a Duchess Satine. Please, 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 so, please do it. You might be expecting that from me at some point. Ooh. Yes. Look at all these teases. <laughs> Yeah. I was thinking about making like the 
the throne room Sachin with her blue headdress with like the flowers. Ooh, I like it. That'd be yeah, cool. the OG Satine. Yeah. <laughs> I love her. I like it a lot. I love her. I and want Obi Wan movie to be about her yes. and Satine on the run for that year, dude. We I think you guys friends. are our long lost best friends. We've already got because <laughs> you're just saying everything, everything that we already talk about. Yeah. <laughs> Jeez, I, I don't care about old old man Obi Wan. I want to see him with like the romance. Yes. Right. Right. Yeah. My goodness. Yes. You got a cool yes name, and we agree. That's two for two, Brian. <laughs> That's two for two. Dude. So uh, I'm wondering, out of, you said Darth Maul, Spider-Butt, took you yep. uh, a long time. Is that the one? Is that the figure you've spent the longest time on? I probably, but yeah. I, I can't say I worked, worked on them consistently. I mean, I put them. Maybe Krell. Krell might have been the one you spent the most time on because, like, it would like, even though it wasn't spread out over three years, you really were like constantly working on it. Yeah, because you had to do each limb individually. Because oh. you'd start one limb, you'd finish, and then you start working on the other one, and then you bump the one that you that you finished already. <laughs> you'd be like, "Oh my god, I have to fix this now!" And now the other one's drying, and you just learned really fast, one limb at a time. Yeah. <laughs> you know, so he took longer, and because I had to make. Uh, his lightsaber hilts from scratch. They didn't. Oh. Now they put out the Jedi Temple Guard, and it's the same thing. But at the time when I made them, they didn't put out the Jedi Temple Guard action figure yet. So I had to make one hilt. Then I had to learn how to make a mold and do casting, which I hadn't learned at that point. And um, I ended up going to uh, a Star Wars customizer named Luke Sprywalker. Love it. Uh, we went to his house, and he taught me how to do everything. His work was actually featured at a few celebrations. He had, like, uh, the Jabba Palace and Rancor Pit that was at... I don't know which one that was at. I know it was before Anaheim. And then he ended up having his work shown in the first Star Wars custom action figure panel that they ever did at Star Wars Celebration 6. But he taught me holding and casting. And, um, yeah, he like I would have probably never been able to get that project done if it wasn't for him. Man. That's pretty cool. So, yeah, so Hyperdrive. We'll Hyperdrive helped with the soft goods. Oh, yeah. My friend Hyperdrive helped with the soft goods, which is a funny story because at the time, he probably had the best soft goods out of every, like, the hand-sewn clothing out of all, all the people in the action figures. He is a beautiful soft goods customizer. Yeah. And as I was making Krell, I was like, man, I wish I could, like, make soft goods like, like Hyperdrive. And within a minute, he ended up sending me an email asking if I could update the video where I archive everyone's work. And I was like, man, while I have his ear, I should ask him if he'll do the softest <laughs> on Krell for me. And It was yeah. the will of the force. Yeah. <laughs> I called out to him with the force and he answered and it was awesome. <laughs> Dude, I love how collaborative this is. You're like, I know this guy, like me you've too. got, you've got yes. dealers. Yeah. We've it's got the good soft goods. It's not a competitive network. We really all try to like build each other up. It's not like, clawing your way to the top everybody's like we're like a really tight-knit community and we all like love each other we love we love and i love this my heart is so happy right now (laughs) it's been a really nice group of people i've gotten to know over the i've made great friends because elias wanted to make action figures that i talk to on a regular basis and um, it was such a shame when uh when they ended up like changing their figure, all their quality, like the quality in figures just went down. They started switching to like five POA. They weren't releasing as many figures. And I call it 
the custom action figure artist order 66 because when that <laughs> happened i'm serious it was like the purge because after they did that like so many people like didn't have great parts to work with the only reason we're still around really is because we like stocked up oh that's yeah. a good point most people just pinch customizing the like three and three quarter inch customizers we're few and far between where there used to be hundreds See, order 66. <laughs> yeah, now you may only see, like, you know, 10 people who regularly maybe post and, you know, people who are just casual about it that maybe made one or two figures or three figures, but it really died off, which was kind of sad. I'm hoping now that the vintage line is starting to get some more life to it, that the parts will be available again, and maybe we'll see another surge in the three and three-quarter inch community. But a lot did go over the six inch. Do you have a favorite action figure that like isn't your own? Um, by another artist? Yeah, by another artist. By huh. the original line, like Power of the Force is a pretty good line. But either original or from like the, do you call it a mainstream line? What do you even call that? The not the original line. The Hasbro series. Hasbro series. Okay, see, I'm learning things now. Hasbro <laughs> series. I, it, that's self-declared. Don't actually use that. For, yeah. for the Hasbro, the Has, I guess, like the Hasbro action figure line. Except now it's the has been because the purge. Nope. Okay. Yeah. All right. It is, I feel like it's getting, like they they put out some decent figures this year. Like yeah. I think that Solo Lando is really nice. Ooh, that good new one. Boat One Stormtrooper is really nice. Um, there's a couple that I thought like I really like the the uh, Salt Marae Yak Face figure. Um, oh yeah. I wanted to see more Clone Wars stuff coming back with the show coming back. Yeah, I agree. Uh, like, we did do a, uh, with Chad Peak, the guy we do uh, customizing the Clone Wars with, we got asked by Jedi Temple Archives to just give recommendations of figures that we should see made in the Clone Wars line. Um, and Hasbro had told us that if any Clone Wars, Rebels, any of those characters get released in the future, they're going to be getting released in the vintage line in realistic form. Oh. Which, in some ways, is a bummer. It's a little yeah. weird. I mean, like, it's nice to get the character. It's just, like, a little strange. Like, oh, all right. Only because some yeah. of the characters that translated from the Clone Wars into the vintage line weren't very aesthetically pleasing. Sure. Yeah. There was the Anakin. Like, you know, or... like, the characters were, like, really just designed for the animated screens. And right. trying to, like, take it out of its natural habitat just messes with it. <laughs> well, and it feels weird. Like, you look at that character and you're like, I know who you are, but I don't know who you are. Like, you don't yeah. feel familiar. And when you see the animated figures, you're like, that's my boy. He's on TV. <laughs> it's, true. it's true. Yeah. Um, let's talk about commissions. Yes. Okay. So, um, now <laughs> I'm so excited We're about going this. In. I'm so excited. Yeah. He's so, only a month into doing them. Tell I'm... us <laughs> if if somebody wants you to make them a figure, how should they get in touch with you? How does this all work? Um, tell us everything. You can send an email to customs yes. for the kid at gmail.com. And, uh, and we then have, we have a like, contract that we, we have, just sent Yeah, out. we sent, like, if you give us your email, we'll email you, like, our contract, which is, like, our hourly rate, how much, like, we... We only really charge for labor. Yeah. Um, like, it's funny. Most people, when they, like, can you make us this figure? And they always expect that we have all the parts on hand, and 
you know, you just like, them. Yeah, it's like the Kaminoan. We live in a two bedroom apartment. We definitely don't have that kind of stuff. We really are. We are like the Kaminoan cloners. They're like, who are these cloners? Like, how do I get in touch with them? Depends on how good your manners are. And especially how big your pocketbook is. We charge a million kind of a lot. dollars. We, we do. No, it. We do charge a lot because you're not paying for a toy. You're paying for a piece of art, you know? Absolutely. And all the time that goes into it. And oh, I yeah. mean, you guys are doing Three something years. that not everybody can do. You know, you're doing something that takes a lot of time and a lot of it's skill. A character you really, really love and you need to have an action figure up. <laughs> I wouldn't recommend somebody like try to like purchase a whole collection in this way. And, like, say, oh, I want this character, this character. It could get really pricey really fast. Unless, I mean, if that's your gym, if you have a lot of money, <laughs> you to give it to us. That's cool. We are sending Elias to college. That's, that's, cool. that's the plan. There you yeah. go. You're all paid for my college. I love well, it. I, I have always wanted a Rift Hampson figure. He is one well, of my favorite characters. So yeah. Well, I think I'm we'll be in touch soon because <laughs> I need it. Like I physically need it. And then when I saw that you were taking commissions, I was like, now is my chance. If you want, I if you want, I will, I will make one for you. We, we will be talking after the podcast. Okay. I am a hundred percent serious about this. That's I, awesome. I love his character so much and uh, they never made any merchandise with him on it. And my brother is an artist. So he drew me a picture of cat or of um, a Rift Hampson. And I literally framed it and like oh, made a cute little like colorful border for it. And it sat on my desk for years. I still have it. It's just not like in my house now. It's still at my parents' place in Florida, but that is the only Rift Hampson thing that I have. And when I saw that you were customizing figures, I almost wept. I was like, oh my God, I can have him now. <laughs> this is like, my chance. <laughs> you're making people's dreams come true. I mean, there's so many characters like you were talking about with Satine. I know a billion people that would want a Satine figure, you know, like these are things that people want. And it's cool that now you can help them, like, own these things and have these things. And it's super special. It's true. And on that note, we need a Thalassiren ASAP. Um, <laughs> just throwing that out there. We need the sea cow. Um, it just needs to happen. So I feel like you're the ones to do it. Yeah. You know. With, like, the little green milk in a in a cup. That's true. Can you make it squirt milk? Because that's kind of a deal breaker. Ew. I mean, <laughs> I want screen accurate, guys. Okay? I don't make the rules. I just enforce them. Uh, can be, it's yeah. possible. Yeah, it's, it's true. Possible. That's true. You boiled the fish. Elias is like, all right, they just crossed a weird line. <laughs> Get out of here. Now. Well, you always think about ways to do it. Like I was thinking, create a bladder. You ever see like see a dust brush that you ha- that used like clean the dust off the lens of your uh, camera? Yes. Oh yeah. Yeah, I was thinking. All right, what if I like put a little tube at the back of that? You're and put reservoir and like. I don't know where your head's at. Like, maybe, like, build it, like, out of silicone so when you squeeze it, the milk comes out. This is what I'm <laughs> talking about. The whole process. I mean, I mean, please don't purchase that. That's strange. <laughs> <laughs> they, had, they had Java stuff that, like, would ooze, like, slime out his yeah. mouth. Yeah. See? I just need it out the teats. So, 99 is <laughs> awesome. Um, you, also, uh, you also made WAG 2, which I'm a massive fan of. Um, I, I like Lerman's. We were actually talking about Wag 2 today. I was like, I need to finish that because I kind of started it because we wanted to show it for customizing the Clone Wars. Oh, yeah. we but heard the Lerman. It was Lerman. one of those ones where I started it that morning 
in hopes I could finish it in time for the show, getting recorded later that day. Mm-hmm. And I got to a point where he's very rough looking, but I was saying today I have to go in and like put his eyelids on and like just think <laughs> that I never got to do that day. We heard some and, like, things really about clean him up. Lermit in your previous podcast. Yeah. Oh my god. <laughs> <laughs> See you understand. <laughs> God, the Lermans. <laughs> that's what that's what we need for future merch, Savannah. We need Lermans. Yeah, that's actually a really great idea. Something to sell at Galaxy's Edge. I would buy it up. Oh my God, I would too. And then have the robot arm. Oh man, we could have a customizable <laughs> Lerman. There's a lot of things I want from Galaxy's Edge. That's true. That's true. And then you've done Jackson. Hey ho for uh, EU fans. Yeah, that was a fun one because I that was actually did for an, an album, album cover. cover. Did you? Yeah, Jackson and uh, there's a band. Um, I actually go to school. The the lead singer. Called High Adventure. They've actually played. Some- oh my gosh, I love High Adventure. Okay, so the lead him. singer's son. I go to school with him. He's in my grade. He's in some of my classes. What? Oh my god. I, yeah. I go to school with his son. Yeah. So we basically found out, and actually, the the lead singer. Uh, High Adventure used to go to school with a roommate I had when I first moved into this it's area. It's a small galaxy. So, <laughs> it's just crazy. So, because of all these, like, you know, six degrees of separation, he found out that I make action figures, and he came over one day with his two sons to to the house, and he asked if I could recreate um, the album cover for oh issue number, let's see, Trying to see where it says on here. Uh, 8 February. The 8 Against the World album cover. And it had like Chewbacca, Han Solo. Um, Hedgy. Like it had a, a bunch. I had like one, two, three, four, five, six, seven different characters. So I had to sculpt out all the characters. And I had to turn the band members into these comic book characters oh my goodness my heart is so happy right now so i (laughs) used to listen to high adventure all the time like no way back in 2012 yeah and i i met them at celebration orlando um in 2012 i just like love their stuff i think i lost touch with them for a little bit but i saw glenn at celebration two months ago and it was so (laughs) cool i was just like oh my god i've missed you like yeah they're super great that's so cool though what yeah. a small world this yeah, is why i love star wars <laughs> oh, me too i like i really feel like everybody in the community especially the super fan community like we either all know each other or know, know of each other yes or yeah. know someone who knows you yeah, <laughs> yeah. they're like oh yeah it. i've heard of that person they're cool yeah. it's like i don't know them well but i know them <laughs> yeah in most circles, I'm Savannah's plus one, and it's been very, <laughs> very kind to me. Uh, so if you've listened to the show, have you heard Savannah's spot-on zero impression? Oh, my God. Do not make <laughs> me do this. <laughs> I'm not going to make you do it, but I will say your zero figure is awesome. <laughs> oh, thank you. I really, really like it. Uh, so how... the zero impression. <laughs> I mean... I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna make her dance because I'm tired. <laughs> you have no idea um, the conditions I'm living in. Oh, oh all right, I'll do it. We have I'll a contender. Do I'll do it. <laughs> My name is Zero the Hut. <laughs> <laughs> it's so good. That wasn't even 
as good as it usually is, but it's... You intimidated her a lot. Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah, I am. Yeah, I'm getting ready to make a zero. Cute. Oh, Stay tuned. Sweet. Oh, yes, yes, yes. How long did it take you to find enough reference for for uh, for uh, uh, Karina the Great? How how like how did you see her butt? That's a weird question, but you like. You know, <laughs> I'm sorry. You said you've got like you got to watch the shows for reference. Is uh, I'll go on Google Chrome. Um, uh -huh. and first I'll search out the pictures that I, that you know, reference that character, and I'll save them to a folder on the laptop. Smart. And then after I do that, I'll actually watch the episodes. And do you like I'll, screen? I'll do screen captures as I'm watching the episode on the laptop, so I could like get all the reference photos I need of a character from all different angles. Okay. 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 And then as I sculpt, I just like kind of shuffle through those pictures to make sure everything is where it needs to be. And but it, it's a lot of like taking Reference your time pictures watching. Pictures are your friend. Don't be afraid to use them. That they are the only thing that keep you within the realm of screen accuracy. Yeah. The other the other thing I would recommend, and I learned this the hard way, Clone Wars was great for providing assets for most of their characters. Right. You know, right. Stuff that Killian Plunkett would do, or it's like a sketch um, of like a figure from, like, or like a, a character from every angle. But what's important to know is that sometimes they do like change it a little bit before it goes onto the screen. So don't rely on it. Do yeah. a little bit more research because sometimes they aren't one hundred percent accurate. Yeah, like clothing item colors can change, or um, even like things become even the outfits can become more complex. So. I, I try to steer people more towards doing the screen captures as they watch the episode to get all the angles that they need. That's a good idea. A... And she's really gross. So Yeah. <laughs> she is. She, we had problems with her, too, because when we first made her, I used an air-dry clay. Oh. And... Oh, she's heavy. She's <laughs> heavy. Hey, that's a lady, okay? I'm going to convert her lower half to plush one day and have oh. it be like a oh. plush figure mix um and i i would love to do the zillow beast in plush one day oh yes my gosh. okay guys so in one of our podcasts we were like dead set on having a zillow beast pinata but if we could have a zillow beast plush all of my dreams would come true here's what we yes. need we need a zillow beast pinata and we need a karina the great neck pillow oh yeah Whoa. i'm a, i'm an ideas man all right yeah like the neck pillow for sure. Right? And then she'd be like next to your ear, just kind of yeah. talking to you. Whispering in your ear. To your ear. <laughs> She's like, sleep. Exactly. <laughs> and then you've got the spout at the other end, so you can put uh, the bladder. Hey, guys, we can put a drink in there. squirt out an egg. Ew. Dude, one-stop shop here. We, the eggs. we yeah. did. I made the eggs. That was fun. That was so, so fun. So gross, but in the best so way. <laughs> Yeah, she started cracking on us like partway through because first we did the clay, then we covered it in plaster, but even the plaster started to crack. Oh. So we ended up doing like a 50-50 mix of Elmer's glue and plaster, and now she's nice and solid. Nice. Like she's like heavy. Try to pick her up. Yeah. <laughs> I heard that's also I rude because she's lady. Her, yes, it would be nice. Dude. I just have to improve my sewing skills. Don't we all? Don't we all? <laughs> And you also did one of my all-time favorite droids. That could, like, round out the team. <laughs> exactly, right? Exactly. Eventually, you guys are just going to be able to do anything you want. Uh, you're, like, building the infinity gems under your gauntlet. 
They're like so <laughs> clay, glue, Dremel. After that last one, it's all over now. It's creativity. Exactly. <laughs> that's, that's exactly it. And then two years later, you have a Darth Maul spider butt. Um, <laughs> you so you also did um uh, uh Toto 360 which is uh one of my all-time favorite droids. Oh, yep. So thanks for that. That's all I got. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh man. Yeah, so you've teased us a little bit on the future. Yeah. Do you got any more teases? You got any more exclusive I'm, sweet I'm sweet teases? About to start and I'm hoping to get like the next episode we have a Customizing the Clone Wars, we're doing an episode, I think, on Sunday. That'll be the Onderon arc that we're covering. Ooh. We actually have to start. We used to do things episode by episode, but we don't know what's going to happen with Google Hangouts. Sure. So yeah, it's a weird of, spot. Yeah, they're almost talking about it's going to disappear by the end of the year. So we're trying to wrap up all Season 5 Fast. and the Lost Missions as quickly as possible mm-hmm. so we can actually finish the show. Um so as of right now, we're we're doing all season five. We're going by arc rather than by episode. So we're doing the Andoran arc on Sunday, and I'm hoping to get a Hu Yang done. Ooh. <laughs> uh, <laughs> yes. The Youngling arc three weeks from now. Nice. Love it. Love so, it. Hu Yang's on the way. So he's been. He's my like number one fan choice figured i was hoping when they did galaxy's edge i was hoping they were going to make him part of the installation there for the yeah. oh my god i would have freaked said, like maybe we'll get a three and three quarter inch figure of him one day because of that but i was dreaming <laughs> ah, dude listen fingers crossed for orlando i mean it's yeah. not gonna happen but still dude that would be can you imagine how cool that would be you walk that into huang awesome. is like Lightsaber, but like gives you the same speech as the younglings. <gasps> I think they discussed doing that. I read, oh, yeah. I read something that they were like thinking about doing that, and I can't remember who posted it, but there was like a short explanation of why they couldn't. I think it was just because he does interact so much with like the guests, and I think they were having issues with that. But at sense. least, at least they tried to consider it. You yeah. tell them to call. He's amazing. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> He's we'll got plenty of ideas. Ryan I got... will just dress up as him. I will. You know what? If we can figure that out, I will 100% be throwing lightsabers at people. <laughs> I got David Tennant once. Right? Yeah. Dude. But the deadline they gave me was way too short. Oh. That happens. That happens. Yeah. Bummer. Dude. Were wow. there any other figures you wanted to ask about, Brian? Let's see. What else can I come up with? Uh, is Darth Bane out of the realm of possibility, being that you're doing the Lost Missions? Completely. Hmm? 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 It's funny, like, that scenario Star Wars, I don't know quite as well. Yeah, we're not very well versed in the Old Republic. Pretty sure. much. Sure. If it happened after Phantom Menace, we're pretty good. <laughs> That's right. I'm not close to I just... I think once they kind of removed a lot of that from canon, yeah, where it's on your radar and something you wanted to research, once it lost its relevancy, I agree. And like you know, I guess the timeline going forward, it, it kind of got pushed to the back burner and never really got explored as much as it could have been. We try to like keep our priorities kind of like where there's there just are. so much coming out now and yeah. not enough figures getting released. That's that true. You got your work cut out for you between, you know, 
the Storm Rider, what is it, Cloud Rider or Storm Rider? Storm the Rider, Cloud Rider. Right? Cloud Riders. Yeah, between Cloud Riders Expect and that from us. <laughs> yes. You know, there's just so, I still want to get more people for my sail barge. <laughs> <laughs> I think there's like a list of every single denizen of the barge. So we were thinking like we could do like a year project where we just devote an entire year to, to filling the barge. Oh, that'd be so cool. That's a good idea. Yeah. I, I know it's it's kind of a dream for me right now. He he's not a huge fan, but I want to build out my Canto Bite crowd. I want a lot. Oh, I know. I don't know. So many cool aliens in there. It's not your dream, but it is yeah. mine. I really want to fill out Canto Bite. I want to devote a year to that at some point. Just like making all like the aliens in Canto Bite. I love like that bug lady at one of the gambling tables. Yes. Like, got yes. Arm around that guy. I love it. You need to make the little dog that was inspired by Gary Fisher. Oh, yes. I agree. The three eyed. Yeah. yeah. I fully support this. Follow your dream, Elias. We're gonna live vicariously through you. It is. There's always more things you always want to make. Yeah. But that's the great thing about Star Wars is, like, we talk about this all the time on our podcast, is because there's just so much content coming our way. Like, yes, it's overwhelming in some ways, but it's also great because you're never bored. You're never uninspired. There's just literally so many things to talk about, create, explore. You know, it's... You know, it, it it's like a catch twenty two because you're like, oh my gosh, I want to make all these things, but at least it's better than at least it's better than oh, I have nothing to make. <laughs> I've made all the Star Wars characters, so yeah. I mean, at least they keep giving you guys tons and tons and tons of inspiration to just keep creating. It's at a point where you just want to not go to work anymore and just stay home. <laughs> yes. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, we support that too. Yeah. Follow sure. that dream. Yeah. <laughs> We definitely get enough like work requests every week where I probably could do this full time, but wow. I think like I'm just too cautious and I like, get benefits through my job, so yeah, <laughs> that's fair. You know, like it's good benefits. to be smart. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, it's a whole lot more pressure when you're like, finish that zero or no healthcare. <laughs> yeah, and that's why I'm doing the commission. Yeah, yeah. so. Yeah, if if you want a figure, hit me up. <laughs> oh, oh, trust me, I will, and I'm sure several of our listeners will. Um, <laughs> before we let you guys go, though, can you let us know where people can find the blog and where people can also find customizing the Clone Wars? Sure. Yes. All right. So, customsforthekid.blogspot.com is the the place where you go to the blog. You could actually uh, get links to our Facebook page on that on the blog, uh, our Tumblr account, uh, Twitter account, uh, Pinterest, YouTube, uh, Pinterest. We do have Pinterest, but yeah. I don't think there's a link on the blog. Um, yeah, so pretty much you could get everything from customsforthekid.blogspot.com because right in the right-hand column has links to everywhere else. Oh, okay. Sweet. And then the, the show is on YouTube. Yeah, the, yeah. the show is on YouTube, and I think the – Website for, I think it's just customs for the kid, all one word. And our email is in the sidebar, so if, you do, wanna, that, if you do want to contact us. And that was customsforthekid at gmail.com. Yeah. Yes. Awesome. Love it. Well, I'll probably put the, um, or I will put the links in our show notes so our listeners can easily find you guys and follow you guys. Um, thank you so much for coming on the show today because this was... 
yeah, an absolute you. blast. We really enjoyed talking with you guys. And I feel like inspired now to go make stuff. And I'm <laughs> you hoping should really yeah. need representation, you yeah. know, in the customizing community from from female customizers because yeah. it's an it's it's a great thing to do with your kids. It's just a great thing to do for yourself. It's you know well, and I love the way that you guys talk about the community. I feel like Brian and I are very big advocates of embracing the community and just really like feeling encouraged by other people that are into Star Wars. And it's yep. so yep. cool to hear you guys talk so positively about the action figure customizing community and to hear that it's very supportive and not competitive like that. That makes me want to be involved. Um, oh, so that's great. really awesome oh, to hear. <laughs> yeah, I hope more people are into this like after hearing our our talk because I think that's something that all Star Wars fans love to be involved in. They love that community aspect and it's just really cool to hear that that part of the Star Wars fandom is really supportive too. And you don't need to just I guess email us about commissions. If you have questions like you're stumped on something or you need customizing advice, feel free to use the email for that as well. I I have no I've always been well known for trying to help people out and give as much advice uh you know as i can friendships doing that (laughs) yeah just you know i would never be where i was you know today if it hadn't been for all the people who took the time to help educate me so that's something i like to pass along that is awesome again star wars fans love to give back that's just what we're about so cool well thanks again guys for joining us this was a blast and um us. You'll have to come on later uh, when you eventually finish the Rift Hamson custom for me because we're going to have to talk about it. <laughs> That's right. That's right. And I'm looking out for that Thala Siren. Just saying. <laughs> okay. <laughs> that was so much fun. I, oh, I man. loved getting to talk with them. It's just so neat to hear, like, I feel like the podcasting community is really supportive of each other. And obviously, like, we've made a ton of friends in the podcasting community. And I feel like we True. know people all over the place um, that yep. we can call upon just to chat. Or, I mean, people have honestly given me tons of great advice on, like, microphone recommendations and, and recording equipment recommendations. And it's really cool to hear that the uh, action figure community is, like, just as supportive and helpful each other so that was really cool i agree um it was i am definitely gonna get elias to make me a rift tamsin figure and it's gonna be my favorite (laughs) thing in the universe um so i guess once that's done we'll have to have him back on and he's gonna have to tell us about how he made it and how happy it makes me (laughs) i agree same with thalasiren with milking action i'm just saying give the people what they want Give the person what they want. It's just you that wants this. <laughs> okay. First off, there's no way I'm the only person who wants a Thalassiren figure. Right? Hello? <laughs> Everyone, if you want a Thalassiren figure, what should be the hashtag? Ha- give well, me no, that green no, milk. That. Um, give me, well. Give well, me that I mean, milk. I'm trying to. Well, see, you know, I feel like we need something a little more that could not be construed. Um, hashtag CCAL figured now. I don't know. CCAL now. Hashtag CCAL now. CCAL now. I like it. I like it. Should be CCAL or SpaceCAL? CCAL. No, CCAL. Hashtag CCAL now. 
if you want a Thala Siren figure with milking action. Tweet us. Um, there's no way I'm by myself in Tweet this. Tweet us. Maybe you guys can go <laughs> and it'll be a group effort to like commission this. Boom. <laughs> it'll be our new mascot. It'll have that oh, and the God. rabbit droid. And then we're set. <laughs> a murderous rabbit droid riding a Thala Siren. Oh, my God. We've reached a new level of ridiculous. Yeah. With a Lerman pilot. Oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> is just the Lerman makes me so happy because I just think of like a psycho Lerman you know what pirate Lerman I mean we do need merch for celebration you know why not throw together the most random thing that nobody will want (laughs) 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 oh god I feel like at the meetup I feel like at the meetup at celebration (laughs) we handed out hashtag no filter stickers and some people were like totally about it because they knew what we were referencing and some people were totally lost and they were like what what is this (laughs) there would be like two people that would be stoked for the Lerman (laughs) Thalassiren rabbit droid crossover and then 99% of people would be like what is this (laughs) well let me tell you that 1% are family Yeah, All right. they, they really are. They get me. <laughs> I could name those people right now, but I won't. But I know who would be there supporting us with that combo. Yes, exactly. <laughs> the real the real listeners. <laughs> oh, oh, my God, my guys. God. I'm so, I, I apologize for nothing. I was about to say I'm sorry, but I no, am not. No, you're not. Lermans, one-armed Lermans, murderous rabbit droids, Thala Siren action figures. Welcome to the Dorky Diva Show, everyone. Mm-hmm. Well, um, I just got really to take full moment. advantage of my power this episode with the show notes, um, Brian, you're you actually going to wrap right up now. the show and read off our patron names as well. So what? take it away, friend. All right. Well, good Lord. Way to throw this one on me. Hey, everyone, thank you for listening to the Dorky Diva Show. Um, hope you've had a good time because we definitely did. Made some new friends. Uh, remember, Customs for the Kid uh, is the blog. Check that out if you want Rift Hampson mm-hmm. figures. Hint, hint, wink, wink. If you'd like to follow the show, you can do that on the internet. But first off, I don't read notes. Hold on. Okay, here we go. (laughs) Follow Savannah. (laughs) What are these strange symbols? (laughs) Follow Savannah on Facebook.com slash the Dorky Diva. Follow her on Twitter at the Dorky Diva. This seems self-serving. All right, this is a bit much. Okay, follow her on Twitter at the Dorky Diva and on Instagram at the dot Dorky dot Diva. Follow Brian. That's me on everything as Jedi Brian. Uh, Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, all that good stuff. Also check out the interesting podcast. Uh, you'd really enjoy it, I think. Um, the new episode coming up has to do with things of Star. Well, not really. Okay, check it out. You'll like it. Um, and then also talk about the Dorky Diva. <laughs> I wasn't supposed to read that part. We got a Dorky Diva Facebook group, which is really fun. We do things there that involve the Dorky Diva, Facebook, and in a group setting. Uh, if you have questions for us or want us to talk about things on the show, you can shoot us an email at the Dorky nope. Diva Show. No, read it's it not. Correctly. At Dorky Diva. Sh- Hold on. I can read. <laughs> uh, shoot us an email at Dorky Diva Show at gmail.com. Boom. Hooked on phonics. And we'll answer your questions on the air. Support us on at somewhere Patreon. We have a Patreon at patreon.com slash the Dorky Diva. There's cool stuff there. We're reading the Darth Vader uh, comic series by Charles Soule. It's great. And it's going to take us four <laughs> years to do it, but we're going to do it. Uh, so thank you to all the patrons who make that possible. 
Uh, our secret group consists of Anthony, Ben, Brandon, Brian, nice name, Chris, Daz, Dan, Daryl, Devin, Jared, Jen Marie, JC, what up, Jim, Katie, Michael, Shamir, Cherie, Sherry, and Tom. Thank you guys for the support. Uh, it means a lot, especially because we're so dumb. Um, leave us a review on iTunes because if you do that, people will be like, hey, what's this Dorky Diva show? And then they'll look at it and someone's like, it's the best. They'll be like, hmm, maybe I should check it out. That's called word of mouth, except on the internet. So it's word of click, whatever you want to call it. Please do that. Um, also, that's the end of the show notes. <laughs> so everyone, thank you so much for listening to this ridiculous ending that I didn't know I was what, supposed what to do What do I say when now. I sign off? So until next time, may the force be with you. And Godspeed, Rebels. There we go. I like that. <laughs> I like that a lot. All right, bye. Yeah. Okay, bye. <laughs> Thank <laughs> you.